bad news is I actually forgot to make a cup of tea before I sat down to do this. I had to go off and make one and start over again. Uh, the good news is the Christmas decorations are up. Looks very nice actually, I have to say. Uh, and there's a white van just gone past. And the bad news is, as you probably hear, I've got a cold. The good news is it's not a bad one. Well, I'm hoping it's not a bad one. So um, hold on to your hats. Uh, welcome to episode 172 of Mr. Bird Pods. Yeah, there's just been some really horrid colds going around at work. I think verging on the flu because people haven't been able to get out of bed. Uh, and I'm hoping I haven't got that. And um, everyone seems to have got one. I'm surprised they've lasted this long without one, to be honest. I feel alright, I'm just a bit snotty. And I did go for my run and I did do my yoga, but I've done something nasty to my neck because every time I bend down, my neck feels as if it's got a clamp around it, which is worrying me slightly, but anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, cold Christmas tree decorations, that's all you need to know, really. Um, Christmas tree decorations went up last night, which is early for me, it has to be said. The problem with it, well, A, the Christmas tree decorations are in the attic, so it's always can we be bothered to go and get them. And B, I always have to tidy up the room because there's so much stuff in the room and there's even more stuff actually. Now we've got the grandfather clock and a whole pile of crap in the corner and the piano, which is all where the Christmas tree used to go. So I've tidied up, which basically means putting a load of... Well, the trouble is... I've started a clear out, which has sort of ground a halt a bit. Uh, bits of the clear out, for reasons that I can't remember, were put on the floor in the front room. When I've had to clear those away to make room for the Christmas tree. Now I was picking them all up and thinking, I don't know what I was intending to do these. I don't know why I've separated them out and put them into the front room. Obviously, I had some idea at the time, but I can't remember what that was. So they've all gone into a box. Uh, and then a load of stuff on the pit. I've got very long piano stool it's wide enough for two or three people uh, there's a load of stuff on that so that's gone into a bag uh, they've been shoved in the spare room <clears throat> so it looks nice and tidy in here but of course it's just hidden and then um i've got a tray a metal tray with my welsh bits and pieces and i started delving down uh into that there was just all sorts of horrifying bits of paper that i just couldn't face that so that's still there but the tree looks nice. It's got the usual. We've got, uh, it's about a million years old. Uh, it's actually a very, very old tree. It must be about, I think I got it when it was in my twenties, late twenties. It's plastic. Uh, it was a friend's mother's and, um, it's dropping like crazy actually now. I don't know whether to get a new one or whether to get a proper tree or what. Anyway, it got hiked out again. Uh, so it's got red apples on it, which we got from Bremen in Germany at a Christmas market, uh, and a set of wooden sort of silhouette uh, um, decorations, which are which also came from the same Christmas market, and then a selection of other things. People will notice there are two rabbits on there, and they will comment, of course, that uh, rabbits aren't Christmassy. Uh, the story behind the rabbits, oh, we've got two rabbits on there, uh, other than it just amuses somebody else. Uh, a long, long time ago, I was at family gathering and we played Taboo, which is a stupid game where you basically have to get your team to work out a word, but you can't say sort of five easy words 
linked to it. So if the word was Christmas, you'd have to convey Christmas without saying uh, Jesus Eve, uh, celebration, turkey, whatever. Um, I got human. That was my word. So the first thing I said was, I am not, I am one of these. At which point, without a breath, uh, a certain sister-in-law shouted bunny really loudly. Um, so that joke has now gone on for about 500 years and involves over the years getting to Christmas decorations in the shape of bunny rabbits. Um, it just annoys me, to be honest. So that's that. So that looks nice. Then we've got the, uh, I've got two socks up, big socks, don't know where they come. Oh, no, one came from work. My boss makes every, well, I don't know if they'll do it this year because there's not many people, but we he always makes a Christmas, big Christmas stocking for all the crew, uh, which is really nice. So that's from last year. I might actually give it to him back. Uh, I've got a strange snowman. I don't know where it came from, and it always goes up there. Uh, I think it's meant to go outside. Uh, there's the usual five advent calendars. I don't know why we've got five advent calendars, but we've got five advent calendars. Uh, there's a pop-up book that turns into a Christmas tree that I've had since I was a child. Uh, and then there's various other bits and mobs decorations dotted around it looks quite nice actually so i've lit it uh, rather beautifully of course so it looks nice at night and i've got nothing else to say on that so um no i was quite pleased that we've got the christmas decorations up and uh, i haven't started writing any cards yet although i have ordered them and i the package came this morning and i think it's my christmas cards from foundling museum because that's where i normally get my christmas cards from so um yeah and we've had quite a lot of cards actually I'm not feeling Christmassy, but I think the reason I've not been feeling well is because I've been very lethargic and tired. It's because I've had this cold coming on. Well, I'm hoping that's the reason. So that's all that. And then have I got anything else to say on that matter? So we've booked a holiday, a brief holiday in the Cotswolds for just after New Year's, first week of January, uh, which I'm not too fussed about, but someone else needs holidays. They're very tired. So uh, the only problem, I think I mentioned this, did I mention this last week? I can't remember. Anyway, there's no Wi-Fi, uh, which is probably why we, well, it was discounted because obviously no one had booked it. Uh, it's one of the most popular National Trust properties they have, but no one booked it. And I bet it's because there's no Wi-Fi there, so we're going to have to talk to each other. So we'll see how that goes. And um, I'm actually quite looking forward to that. Got to do my tax return. I keep forgetting I must do my tax return because I stupidly, annoyingly, I'm sure I did some self-employed work uh, last year, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, that's preying on my mind, along with the fact that I haven't written my Christmas cards. Um, and I haven't got any presents. No, no, that's not true. I've got one present. I've got the main present. And there's a lot of hoo-haring going on about because uh, somebody can't find a present for me. Uh, and then gets upset about it. So uh, that's Christmas done and dusted. The West End's an absolute nightmare. Uh, between shows on a Saturday, everybody in the building complains about how terrible it is in the streets. You can't walk faster than, um, we just can't walk basically, just standing there behind people who are gazing around and looking at their phones and just stop for no apparent reason. Um, although apparently I wish I'd seen it, uh, they'd have to put a ladder up outside the theatre because they were doing some of the canopy lights and people don't look, basically just don't look where they're going. And they kept walking into the ladder. 
<laughs> oh, I wish I'd seen that. So that, that was, uh, yeah. Uh, audiences continue to be lovely at work. Uh, warning, the next thing I'm going to say is deeply unpleasant. So please switch off or pause it or re, uh, for fast forward. Uh, one of the toilets, uh, cubicles, was uh, closed because of a plumbing problem. Uh, I think there must only be one. Yeah, there's only one in that toilet. And um, a gentleman had decided to do his business in the urinal instead of down the toilet. Uh, I just, I'm beyond words on that one. And I said to one of the lovely front of house people, I said, who cleaned it up? He said, well, I did, but I'm quite used to it. I said, well, what do you mean you're quite used to it? He said, well, I've had to deal with one on the floor, uh, uh, one in a bin, and one in the sanitary towel bin in the women's toilet. Can you imagine? I'm going to move on. It's so unpleasant. And then there was, I was talking to another French house person and they said uh, it was some, some body, I think it was a woman, I can't remember, had asked them uh, something about a glass of wine and they weren't quite sure what they'd said. So they just had said politely, I, I, sorry, I didn't understand your question. And the woman had just gone, where can I get a glass of wine? Apparently they're just like that all the time, really sharp, um, and generally unpleasant with the front of house staff. Uh, so it's all that nonsense that's been all over the media about dreadful behaviour in these musicals with people getting drunk and getting thrown out. I mean, we're a sort of supposedly a highbrow theatre with highbrow, you know, casts and plays and stuff, and the audience are just flipping awful. Uh, so that's that. That's that wine over. What else have I got to say? I did yoga this morning. It wasn't very uh, good. There was a rather a lot of downward dogs and I wasn't into downward dogs. I've got a bad uh, shoulder, neck again. It's gone back to the problem I had before, which I think is something to do with looking at my phone uh, too much, hunching over and the angle I'm sitting at in the lighting box. So I'm targeting it with you. It's not quite the same as it was before, but it's still quite bad. I'm targeting it with more yoga, but I decided not to do that this morning and I did. What did I do this morning? I uh, can't remember what you called it. Um, anyway, it involved lots of uh, dogs and uh, got a bit cross with it. And then I went out for a run, which was very nice actually. Uh, although it was chillier than it looked out, a bit of a wind whipping around my legs. And um, it was quite sunny. And then the GPS didn't work. So I thought I'd done a really good fast run and I got back to find I'd done it in 20 minutes, which of course is just absolutely ridiculous because I usually do it in 30 minutes. And I looked at the map and I'd, it looked like I'd run through a load of houses. So uh, the GPS had just dropped. Um, so I was a bit cross about that actually. <sighs> um, anyway, uh, what news is that? So that was all that. It's had quite a busy week, socialising, dreading Christmas actually. Christmas is nearly upon us and we haven't organised anything. I don't know what we're doing on Christmas. I've got quite a lot of time off. I don't know what we're doing. Well, Boxing Day I think sorted out, but I don't know what we're doing on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Um, what was it? What am I talking about? So this week, uh, I met a friend on Thursday for lunch, or late lunch, which is very nice actually because She's uh, from Switzerland. She's come over specially uh, because uh, there's a very lovely group of people. I did a course with, it was an online course in 
must have been in lockdown. Was it? In, anyway, um, everyone, most of the group have kept in touch with each other. Uh, so it's been quite a few years. Um, and just a couple of times, we've managed, a few of us have managed to meet up. So one of us, lucky man, uh, had had one of his plays put on. He's artistic director of, is it Caterham? I think it's Croydon, but I think it's Caterham. Um, anyway, Keith had written the play. Uh, he was starring in it. And uh, Catherine came over from uh, Zurich. And uh, I don't think she listens to this. And um, a couple of others have gone. I hadn't been able to go because I was working. And also it was a train strike. So it was a bit twitchy about getting back if I'd taken the afternoon off. And they absolutely, I mean, they really, really raved about it. And we are quite critical of each other's work because that's, you know, that's the point of our writing group is to, you know, not slack each other's work off, but to be critical in a positive way to help each other improve our work. And they absolutely, I think there were three, four of them went absolutely right and said it was one of the best things they'd ever seen. It was really amazing what they said about it. And, you know, they're not going to just um, be nice uh, because they know Keith, who's written it. So um, I really wish I'd been able to go, but I hadn't, so couldn't, so that's sad. So uh, unfortunately, it's finished now. It was only on for a week. So uh, we had a very nice lunch. Um, she'd uh, basically been to see a dreadful play and then was going to see another dreadful play in the evening uh, the day I met her. And then she's got another dreadful play booked in for the end of January, uh, all because she'd booked a load of stuff that got cancelled because of lockdown and she just got credit vouchers or something so she'd had to rebuy a load of plays and there's a load of more rubbish on at the moment so she had to sit through three lots of drivel so thank god Keith's play was good that was really nice actually and then on Friday um, we went to see I Malvolio at the beautiful San Wanamaker Playhouse which is the indoor Jacobean Theatre or Reproduction Jacobean Theatre next to the Globe which is only lit by candles um, absolutely beautiful uh, one of my favourite venues in uh, London and I'm actually a bit twitchy about saying that because one of the quotes uh, the person doing the show was making fun of the audience uh, and uh, one of the quotes was him saying on a pretend phone call that it was one of the most beautiful uh, interiors in London. So uh, it was called I Malvolio, uh, done by Tim Crouch, who was one of the tutors on my Arvon course, which I did a long time ago. I've been wondering about doing another Arvon course, but they're so expensive. They're about 800 quid for the resident ones. But it was very nice. That wasn't long after lo all the lockdown stuff had all finished. Um, so I've vaguely kept, well, I'm vague, I have kept in touch with him. Uh, and he does these really strange but very entertaining one-man... No, they're not one-man shows, actually. This one was, anyway. He's written an, a series of plays based on secondary Shakespearean characters, uh, basically aimed at children, but which have got um, a fan base of adults. This one was called I, Malvolio, so it was about Malvolio, uh, and it's sort of Tim Crouch being Malvolio. It was incredibly funny. I just was unprepared for how funny it was. The audience, he was like, it, it is a lot like stand-up bits of it. The audience were just falling about. And it's ages since I've just had a really good laugh. I mean, I laugh at stuff on the TV, but it was actually really nice being in a room full of people who, who were just losing it with laughter. Um, I must actually tell him that. It, uh, it, was, it was really nice. 
but it was playing around with um, the fact that Malvolio <coughs> is treated so horribly in Twelfth Night and then using the audience uh, sort of showing how they can bullet. Oh, I can't really look. Anyway, it's one of those things. It's difficult to talk about it unless you see it. Uh, it's a mixture of all sorts of stuff. Um, there's some sort of, there's some bits of improvisation in it, some of it scripted. He adapts it continually, um, and I really really loved it. It was great. So that was a thrilling Friday night, and then a nice walk back actually along the Thames to London Bridge. Um, yes. So what else have I been doing? Um, my dramaturg had asked me if I would do a little. Um, testimonial on their new website uh which i did and so i thought that was actually really nice of them to ask me um i i found this amazing it's not amazing at all actually i don't know why i'm saying that uh, i found this little club in london it's a theater club but it's like this really really uh well a friend of mine is a member and basically described it as um a working man's club Really, uh, Barry Cryer, I think, was a big uh, member of it. Anita Dobson, I think, is one of the <coughs> presidents or chairpersons or something, I can't remember. Real old school, proper theatre club, not one of your Ponzi uh, luxury private members clubs. And, um, oh my goodness, how hard is it to join? I've got to find two members. I'm desperate to join it, but partly because it's got a space and I can. I need to get my play read and uh, it's got a space in it I can use. Um, I've got to find two members who have both been members for over two years and also, or is it over a year? No, I think it's over two, I think it's over two or three years and have known me for over a year, uh, which is just basically impossible. I'm surprised they get any new members at all. It's quite cheap. Um, so I've known the member of the friend I know, uh, I've known for, for years and years, so that's not a problem, but I actually don't know how long they've been a member. And then I've also found a friend of a friend is a member, so I've sort of asked them if they would propose me, but um, but they were a bit, uh, they're gonna ask the secretary about it because they didn't want to uh, sort of lie, which is fair enough, obviously fair enough. So, um, but apparently, according to my friend, the average age of the members is 105 years old. So they were saying they're surprised it's so difficult to join because, um, which they basically said they, would, they thought it would be, uh, they'd be desperate to get new people and young blood in. So it's a bit strange. But anyway, that's my thing. Uh, so I'm trying to get my play read. So I've also taken a bit of a plunge and my dramaturg, I told my dramaturg and they were very, they're positive about it. I've just contacted the producers of the show I'm on at the moment and said, uh, would they be interested in reading my play um, without being pushy? Uh, so we'll see if I hear back. Well, I'm sure I'll hear something back from them because I'm being in touch with them about other things. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And now the next play is all a bit up in the air because I don't know whether it's um, same producers as the last play that didn't use me, which is why I ended up in Dorking. Uh, my boss is fighting to have me back doing it, but I don't know. Uh, so I thought about doing stage uh, crew on it, but uh, apparently the uh, it's very very messy 
uh, and I really don't want to spend hours and hours cleaning things up. Uh, they're talking about, well, originally they're talking about four hours changing around, uh, which is so long, there wouldn't have been time for a matinee. So, um, oh, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, otherwise, I could, uh, otherwise I'll probably just go back to front of house and uh, experience the lovely audiences. I think that's all, actually. I feel as if I've done lots this week and, and then talk about it, realise I haven't. So there we are. I'm going to do some Christmas cards this afternoon. Uh, and uh, I think that's all. Thank you for listening.